0: Hello Guru Fateh, welcome to the Sidcast. My name is Manpreet Singh. Thank you for being with us. We are back with the Shabbat of the week and we have Inikar with us. Inikar, Guru Fateh, thanks for being here.
1: Guru Fateh, Manpreet, to you and to your listeners and it's wonderful to be back.
0: And today's Shabbat is titled You Deem the Life in This World to be Eternal. So please, take it away.
1: All right. Um, This Shabbat... For this week is by Bhagat Ravidas Ji in Rag Suhi. It is on Ang 793 of the Guru Granth Sahib on page 793. Whichever day comes, that day goes. Stay is impermanent, departure is imminent. Companions are departing. I too will be departing. Long journey ahead. Death hovering overhead. Oh ignorant, wake up. Why are you asleep? You deem the life in this world to be eternal. Reflect. How? The one who gives life also nourishes. Inside all beings... Dispensing consumables. Embrace devotion. Leave I and mine. At dawn, remember Nam within the heart. Life is passing. Path is not beautified. Dusk descends. Everywhere, darkness spreads. Savita says. Oh, ignorant, crazy being, no remembrance, the world is a perishable house. I want to take a moment here and talk about uh, who Bhagat Ravidas really was. So he was a North Indian mystic poet, saint, saint, um, saint poet, he was a social reformer and a spiritual figure during the 15th uh, to the 16th century. There are in the Guru Granth Sahib there are 41 verses which we now call shabads of his there, and the theme of these shabads are of boundless loving devotion to the divine and Bhagat Ravidas's divine as he envisioned it. Is of the nirgun form. That means it's formless. So that's the nature of His divine, the One without form. And maybe that's why 41 shepherds of His are included in the Guru Granth Sahib. It's just I'm thinking that I have no way of verifying that. But it's just that's the theme. So let's begin with the Rahao line. O oh, ignorant, wake up. Why are you asleep? You deem the life in this world to be eternal? So in this Raha line, Bhagat Ravidas is talking about a different kind of sleep, not sleep that the body requires. And, you know, I reflect on the Bani of an Sahab. The eyes are to see the divine. But if they are not seeing the divine, if they are not seeing the oneness in creation, then they are asleep. The ears are here to hear the divine sound. If they are not listening to that, then they are asleep. The tongue is here to spread sweetness. But if it's not doing that, then it is asleep. This is the sleep I feel that Bhagat Ravidas she is referring to. The sleep that makes one think that, you know, our life in this world is eternal. The state of the unawakened mind. And he goes further to say, you deem the life in this world to be eternal. My understanding is that whatever lifestyle we have figured out for ourselves, know that it is not the reality. In quotations, the reality, that's not the reality. There's something else. So the how understanding, my understanding of the Rao is we are living in the reality of an unawakened mind. So then the question begs to be asked, what is our reality? Are we even thinking about it? Or are we just like a car where we are in, you know, the in that park mode and we're pressing the accelerator and the car is chugging along and maybe not. Are we taking control of our lives, of our reality? So Then what if we woke woke up to that reality that time does not stand still, our stay in this world is temporary and that we are here for a much larger purpose? Maybe then, and just maybe, we would behave or act in a different manner maybe we would change because each one of us has to do that you know it's it's the drops that make the ocean and i want to take this thought a little further this is you know at, at the individual level but individuals make up a community drops make up the ocean individuals make up the bump what would happen? How do you think an awakened pump would act? When there, when there was an awakening, you know, the negativity intuitively stops. It's not something which we have to do. It just stops. For now, once focus, our focus becomes on beautifying the path. our own pump, beautifying ourselves. Bhagavad Ravidas says, you know, really um, embrace devotion, leave eye and mind at dawn, remember Nam within the heart. So, how does one, how does something come into the heart? It's the constant remembrance. And he's saying, don't just chant it with the, uh, on your tongue bring it within you, incorporate it in your daily existence. That's how we bring it into the heart. And we've been blessed with this incredible gift of Nam within us. The least we can do is to maintain the gift as it has been given to us. Some of us may take it further, but at least let's maintain it. You know, and there are three words that are in this, shepherd Dawn, dusk, night, stages of the day. And I want to just take this a little, explore this a little further and just, you know, humor me. Our journey is long, and we, but are we sure we are going to get there? Therefore, at dawn, Remember now, dawn, the morning. Dawn also, our youth, when we are in the prime of our life. Don't wait till dusk, till the evening, till the old age. One does not know when the darkness, the night, the death will come. And here, Bhagat I feel is... You know, I know he's going against the prevailing tradition of of his time, where life was on this four age based lifestyle. That you were a brahmacharya, you were a student first, then you became a gṛhastha, you, know, you became a householder, and then you retired, and then you went, you know, and then you renounced sannyasi. But what Pāgats Ravidas is saying, don't, don't wait till old age, because you don't know when you're going to leave, and you know, and I was thinking about this. So I, my mind went to young Nanak. You know, when the Malvi tells him that don't talk about God at this stage of your life. You're young. You're a youth. Do this when you age, when you are gray. Do what your father's telling you to do now. Become a patwari. Have a family. Have a life. Do all this. Forget about talking about God. What does young Nanak reply to him? He says, "I see the angel of death holding the hair on my head. This is what we call living in the awareness of time, awareness of our own mortality, and when we become become aware of that, then our actions, our deeds change. We wanna you know make every moment count." I feel the Shabbat is alerting anyone who is listening that every moment is getting less and less. Our time by no means is increasing. I know we celebrate birthdays, and it's great joys and it's it's fun. But have you ever thought that every birthday is bringing you nearer to the time when you will be leaving? It's just a thought. So realize that beautify your, your own self, your path, And when you are beautifying your personal life, the community life will automatically beautify as well. And In the last line of the Shabat, there's a word, Fana, I used. Fana, it's an, you know, it's an Arabic word, and my Sufi leanings come out, and it's a Sufi term for annihilation of the self. Fana means to die before one dies. is the death. And what it means is really the breaking down of the individual ego when there is the less of us and more of the divine. And when that happens, one experiences the state of fana. That is the divine works through us. And many Sufis um, say that, in, who are in this state, they will say, my hearing is that of the divine, not my own. My sight is that of the divine, not my own. And this is exactly what the third partcha is revealing in Anand Sahab. So for us, in awareness, in nam, is the self annihilation, the state of Vana. Do we even think that we want to experience this stage, or is our reality something else? Because the stage is very much there. Because Guru has revealed it to us in Anand Sahib. Shabbat is very intense. And the focus is really making one take stock of one's own reality and what we want. You can be sure of that, that our stay in this world is temporary. That is very clear, if anything else. If nothing else you get out of this Shabbat, it is we are here for a very short time. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to beautify your path? How are you going to beautify yourself? How are you going to attain? And beautifying yourself is really qualities, the virtues. I remember Manpreet, I had asked you, in the early stages, you know, when I was talking about Sahagan and I said, you know, the bride adorns herself. And it's easy for a woman to say, you know, the, the jewels, she can adorn herself. But how does a man do it? And, you know, I've been thinking about that ever since I have asked you that, this question. And this week it dawned on me. It's the virtues that you adorn regardless whether you're a man or a woman, it doesn't matter. The gender is irrelevant. Sahaggan is a stage when you are adorned with the virtues, when compassion, patience, goodness radiates from you. Those are the jewels. Those are the jewels of a Sahagan. As per the Guru Granth Sahib. As per Guru. This is what Bhagavad Gita is also saying. Are you beautifying your life? Are you adorning yourself with these virtues? Remember Nam within your heart. Incorporate it in your daily life. Don't be asleep. Because one never knows when the darkness descends. Much to think about this week. Yes, man, please.
0: yes, of course. You know, when I'm listening to you and I'm reading the Shabbat, I find it very motivational. Very like, go out and do something when you see, when you hear, like, people like Tony Robbins or, you know, whatever inspires you or motivates you to do something. The Shabbat is kind of like that, for me at least. It's like, what are you doing? Are you doing what you like? Are you doing what you love? Um, if not, when are you going to do it? You know, life's not eternal. Each day goes by. You don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow. So why don't you do it right now? Uh, be the person you want to be, have those virtues and do what you want to do, you know, be in the job that you want to have. So I look at this Shabbat that I really, you know, it just motivates to me like, okay, even, you know, uh, Gurbani says it, like, live in the moment and, and do what you love and, and start being the person that you want to become and and not just think about what you want to become, but actually start doing it today. So that's what I get out of it. I, I really love this Shabbat. Bhagavad Gita
1: is quite amazing. You know, I mean, if you follow her, I mean, if you read his lifestyle, life and everything, and... Once you know that, once you've studied that, and when you read his Bani, his words, his Shabbat, it's just a very, it's a totally different experience. So I would encourage the listeners to just delve into his life. Because against great odds, and to to produce this exquisite work and this exquisite thought, And then that's just preserved in, you know, his words are preserved in the Guru Prantab. It's incredible. What a gift that we have. So those are my thoughts for this week's Shabbat of the Week.
0: No, thank you. It's truly incredible. For everybody that wants to see the Shabbat, listen to the Shabbat, and read the Shabbat, Please log on to Sikri.org, and you can find all our Shabads of the Week there, mostly on the Experience tab. Uh, Inikar, thank you very much for sharing this transcreation with us. Uh, It's beautiful as usual. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, Manpreet, Guru Fateh, to you and to your listeners. Until next week.